Hello, Two Principles podcast listeners. We are so grateful for all the support and appreciate you checking in with us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate review our podcast. You can also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Two Principles. Check us out on the web at twoprinciples.com. We are so grateful for our Two Principles podcast partners, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. We are excited to record our Two Principles podcast from the beautiful HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota. We want to thank Green Boy Brand for helping us design our Two Principles artwork and logo. They can help you customize your brand. If you're looking for an artwork design or logo or some cool merchandise, check them out at greenboybrand.com. They have done work for schools, businesses, sports organizations, and everything in between. When you go with Green Boy, you're choosing to get a personal touch rather than a cookie cutter look. Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, where we help you get out of your head and into your heart. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Hey, I'm George Cross, hanging out with the Two Principles. Yeah, baby. Love it. Hey, George, you got a walk-up hey, walk song or like an intro song? Like if you were going to be introduced for like the Orlando Magic and you were going to play, what's the song that you would go to? Straight up Macho Man Randy Savage theme song. That was my favorite. Yeah. I would even do the little, you know, that was my yes. thing. Yeah, like when we talk about, when we talk walk-up song, I'm actually a, a old school wrestling fan. So that's the first thing I thought. Macho Man was my favorite. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I love it. I, same thing. I don't know what the title is, but it's a good song. Yeah, I was going to try to find it, but I don't know it either. <laughs> Well, hey, Kev, are you ready back there, buddy? I am ready. I All am right, ready. let's go. Let's go Let- spread some good into the podcast universe. It's that time. Hello and welcome to today's show. As always, super excited to be here today with my good friend, Kevin. And we are absolutely fired up to have the one and the only George Kiros on our show today. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. And we are the Two Principles, the Two Principles podcast, where we put the focus on leadership, work-life balance, stress reduction, mental health, and everything in between. Thanks for tuning in today. As we continue to walk this journey together, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, every episode, we will stay true to the two principles purpose. We will consider the impact of our words and actions. We will be in the moment. We will stay present. We will give it our best today. And of course, we are going to have some fun. Hey, we are going to have some fun. I love that uh, George is on the show today. Just a big fan of George. And um, before we get started here, Kevin, we usually have mailbag time. And one of the, the questions that came in, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but uh, people have asked about uh, merchandise. I think it's both uh, mostly your mom and my mom asking about this merch. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, what we're doing is we're opening up a Two Principles online clothing store uh, with Green Boy, who's one of our sponsors. We're going to open up the store actually tomorrow, which is April 19th, and it's going to close May 2nd. Orders are going to be delivered the week of May 22nd. Profits from our clothing store from that time, April 19th to May 2nd, are going to go to an organization of George's choice. George has selected the Edmonton Humane Society. George, tell me a little bit about why you chose Edmonton Humane Society. Well, I know I know we actually, well, first of all, I just got to say this. 
I think you should change your intro. So you go, we are the two principals and we want to pump you up. <laughs> you are. <laughs> is that where this is going? We are the two principals. We want to pump you up. That's so good. That's, that's, you know what, Kev? We're going to change that. <laughs> we are. That's that's a that's an homage to Hans and Franz, yeah, right? right? Hans, so, yeah. This is like basically the eighty show. This is like yeah, the 80s. yeah. Uh, Macho Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know we were talking about uh, we had, you, you 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 both had reached out to me and we talked about some like health stuff and um, strategies. And so when you asked me who would I suggest, Edmonton Humane Society, because I actually have both of my dogs are both rescues from that organization. And, uh, especially my oldest dog, Odom, uh, I, to be honest, you, I was probably in a depression and got him. And when you have to take care of someone other than yourself, uh, it snapped me out of it. So I, it, Edmonton mm-hmm. Humane Society is, uh, not only a, a great organization, but it, it really helped me personally. So, uh, anything going back there is, and they have a great Instagram account too, which, you know, like they, they, they must get tons of people come there and adopt animals be just because of how relatable and connected they are. So I, I just thought that's, that's, cool. that's, what, that's what connected me. Cause you know, just ca- talking about health. Cause I think a lot of times when we think health, we think physical, but not mental. And mm-hmm. yeah, right. Really, that helped me. It's a great, what kind it. of dogs, George? Uh, so Odom is actually, and if you kind of pick up they're, they're named after basketball players, right? Lamar Odom and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and Cooper, Michael Cooper, both Lakers. So um, Odom is a, he's a boxer beagle cross. He is basically a okay. giant beagle. So, it, which is really fascinating, and just the I made him a cuddly dog, whether he liked it or not. And then uh, Cooper is like a golden lab cross. So, okay. Yeah, and then just a you know, and I have three little kids, and you could not ask for better dogs with children, which is absolutely yeah. amazing. They're, oh, and they're that's cool. I'm a big dog lover myself. I've yeah, you got yep. yes, we are dog lovers. So that's yeah. awesome. We're that's super cool. pumped pumped about that, and and really for us. Um, Kevin and I are living a good life and and we really, at this point, what we're trying to do on this podcast, and, and we've shared this with you, George, we want to connect people. And at the end of the day, just spread some good out in the universe. Yeah. And this is one way we're doing that. So if anybody does order anything besides our moms, uh, that money, those profits will go to uh, George's uh, organization, which is the Edmonton humane society so let's it let's it let's formally introduce george let's, and let's get into some questions here sure. let's do it let's do it uh we are like you said jason we are excited to have george kiros on the show today uh george is a worldwide leader in the area of innovative teaching learning and leading and has a focus on innovation as a human endeavor most importantly he is a proud father and husband his belief that meaningful change happens when you first connect to people's hearts is modeled in his writing and speaking In his 20-plus years in the field of education, he has worked at all levels of school. George is also the author of the books, The Innovator's Mindset, Empower Learning, Unleash Talent, and Lead a Culture of Creativity, Innovate Inside the Box, and his latest release, Because of a Teacher and Because of a Teacher Too. It is always great to learn from other leaders, so we want to thank George for spending time with the two principals. I know it's uh, it's busy. Life is busy. So we really do appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your busy schedule to sit down with us. Yeah, and my, I, you know, I always love talking and I have my own podcast. And so I always appreciate people do the same for me. So uh, you two have to be on there on mine as well uh, in the future. If you're, if you're, we would love, love it. it. Yeah, make you do the Hans and Franz it. intros. We <laughs> will, we, we will do the Hans and Franz. I might even get some <laughs> WWF or WWE stuff and wear it too. <laughs> Hey, George, it's that time. We usually do a random question of the show. Last episode, last episode's question, though, really quick. I just want to know, are you, if you're at home, are you more of a sock slippers or barefoot person? I am, I am, 
an UFOs guy. I don't know if you know. Ufus. Ooh, I like those. Those are good. UFOs are like, they're these, you can get them in, I don't I, I, again, 80s, thong sandals, but thong means something different now. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, or uh, I don't know, flip-flops, whatever you call them. But I, I run a ton and they're basically kind of rejuvenating shoes. Now, yeah. do they actually work? I don't know, but they feel. They they're work. very comfortable. Yeah, so they're, they're good. And so I, I wear those. Uh, around the house all the time but you know we live in florida now i'm not in canada anymore so i can wear flip-flops every day like, that's so. good you don't have to wear boots no, hey, boots boots hey um george so this this episode's question though so if you're thinking about your your phone if you could only keep three apps on your phone what would they be oh wow i, I had three apps on my phone yeah you could only keep three Oh, TikTok is one, which is, who knows if that's going to be even an option anymore in the next month or so. Uh, I, I, uh, I, there's sometimes I'm a big believer kind of staying off my phone and, uh, Mm -hmm. going to it. I, I, weirdly enough, I actually have zero notifications on my phone. You could not even call me. It will not go through. So I phone calls don't get through. It goes straight to my voicemail. And, uh, I think, you know, again, we were talking about mental health. I never let my phone draw me to it. I go to it when I choose to. And I guess I uh, sometimes when I go to uh, TikTok, it's just a checkout of the world, right? It's just to kind of mm-hmm. see ridiculous stuff and uh, ha- have a laugh. Uh, obviously, my um, photos is a, a big one for me because I, I, I often, you know, when I'm having a, a some time away from home, I love to watch videos of my kids and... Um, that, that's something and and I, I probably twitter you know other than email uh twitter would be one just because i like kind of seeing what's going on what people are talking about you know obviously share my thinking every now and then but uh, i spend a lot more time uh just kind of listening and hear, seeing stuff and kind of understanding what's going on in the world and you know see try to see as many different perspectives as possible yeah so i think those those three off the top of my head but Okay, if you said one, it would be TikTok. <laughs> you, exactly. up to, you know, yeah. Hey, uh, Kev, what about you, real quick? What are your three? Uh, I'd say texting, um, maps. Oh, yeah, maps. Yeah, maps is a big one. Um, and uh, yeah, pr- pr- probably probably Instagram. I guess that's where I get a lot of my recipes. <laughs> yeah, Instagram is yeah. Your TikTok videos go yeah. six months later. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I would probably say, uh, I would probably say maps, texting, or, you know, actually, I go with take the back. I'd probably say maps, photos, um, and TikTok. So, here, really quick business of apps. They said the most popular apps globally in 2022 number one is TikTok, TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. number two is Instagram, number three is Facebook. And then you can go down to what's, WhatsApp, uh, CapCut, Snapchat, Telegram all that good stuff. But that's a little fun here. I appreciate you jumping in on the random question of the day uh, or show, I should say. So thank you for doing that. And let's, let's let's, go. Let's get into the meat of this. Um, You know, one of the things that Jason and I um, were motivated to starting this podcast was, um, you know, health and wellness in all facets. And, but like you said, one of the things that a lot of people think about when they think about health and wellness, they think about that physical aspect. Um, Jason and myself have gone through some pretty drastic physical transformations over the last uh, several years. Um, 
were pretty unhealthy <laughs> physically. Both of us. I was fat. I was yeah. fat. Right. And um, so we know, you know, following you, we know you've also kind of oh, yeah. experienced that. And um, so we love to hear about just ordinary people making a change in their life. So um, take a little bit of time. Just talk to us, talk to us about that process, about what led you there and, and, and maybe some of the pitfalls and challenges and how were you successful ultimately? Yeah, I think, um, so basically, you know, 2020 comes around and, you know, I'm, I just do what I do before then and I'm traveling and traveling's tough and, you know, I don't want to ever complain about what I have to do, but this, there's, it's not as glorious people, you know, like, oh, you get to go all these places. I'm like, I get to go there and work and then leave immediately because I have to go to the next place. So, uh, you tend to eat poorly, you get out of, you know, getting bad habits and then that stuff creeps up on you. And a lot of the issues I don't have now, I, when I had at the time, I'm like, oh, I'm just getting older, but I'm like, mm, no, I actually wasn't getting older. It was just getting really, uh, poorly out of shape. And then, uh, COVID comes around. And for me, the, the, when people say like follow science, I don't know if people are actually following science, but that's a, that's a whole other conversation to have, but oh, we could have a lot of episodes on that. Yeah. But one of the, that probably one of the, um, the biggest comorbidities for, for dying, uh, with COVID was obesity. And I saw that and I'm like, I, I, if I get COVID in this situation right now, I'm terrified. So mm-hmm. I, and I have, uh, at the time I had two little kids, we have three now, but, uh, I was, you know, I want to, I, you know, nothing you can't expect tomorrow. So I try to make the best out of every day but I want to live as long as possible and experience all the things I can. I'm already, uh, I, you know, I already started having kids at an older age and, uh, hopefully don't, I want to see as many things as possible for my kids. So I, uh, I decided I got to make a change and, you know, I, a lot of things, people, I, I have always worked out, you know, even at my heaviest, I was always exercising, but my eating was terrible. And so I really kind of focused on, um, what I was doing. And I remember, I, I, I distinctly remember, saying, okay, I actually have to face the scale because I would refuse to go on. <laughs> and then I faced it and I'm like, okay, this is going to be bad. And then I, I got on and I was 40 pounds heavier than what I thought I was going to be, which was already oh, bad. Wow. Like, oh, jeez. I've been there, buddy. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. So then, you know, so then I just kind of said, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to figure this out? And yeah, and there's actually, I literally just started reading this book yesterday. It's called Neutral Thinking. And so instead of thinking about, you know, oh, I'm so horrible, I can't believe this happened. I just said, okay, here's the situation. Where do I need to go? And what do I need to get there? And so I just kind of basically said, here's a goal weight. I actually have it. I have a board um, and I have a home gym. And it's very important to me uh, to have a space where I can, you know, I'm never dependent on it being open or anything like that. And I wrote on the board, here's my goal weight. And I just wrote my weight every single week until basically I hit that. And then I said, when I hit that goal, then I will reassess. Do I need to continue losing or whatever? So just basically having a goal, a long-term goal, but then saying like, Hey, every single day, I want to do this every week. I want to do this. So kind of just splitting it down and really what are the habits that are leading me to that? And so I went, I would, yeah, sorry, go ahead. George, could I just say one thing real quick? As you're as you're talking about this, I got to give you a lot of credit uh, because you've posted yourself without a shirt on. 
yes. when you were when you started and we were going out. I saw that. I saw that. And that's why Kevin and I talked. I'm like, we got to get George on the show. Yes. We got. I want to. I want to hear what he's doing. But I got to give you a lot of credit. I don't know if I do that. I got pictures of myself in a shirt on, and I don't like the way that yep. looks there. I, and you you took it. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, yeah, like I, you know, I, I wanted to, I think there's an accountability to that. And I think people wanted to see kind of, you know, the progress and, you know, it's not like, I, I don't want to, I'm not doing that every day or anything like that. Right. So, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think people don't realize. And, um, you know, one of the things that people say to me, like, oh, you, you dress really well for your size, which is like, oh, is that, I don't are you complimenting me? <laughs> Right. And so, you know, cause you, you find ways to hide it. I remember actually, sure. weirdly enough, I was, um, there, there is a comment. So I, 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 I used to always wear a suit when I spoke every single time. Right. And, uh, there was a comment in, and I was good friends with the, the person who brought me in and, uh, and we actually, she had brought me in several times and we just developed a friendship, you know, um, you know, as part of this. And one of the comments was, this guy needs to dress more like us because he's acting like he's above us. And I'm like, do you know why I wear a suit every day? Because it, <laughs> it hides like my own insecurity of like, I don't, I, I it's an easier way for me to hide how heavy I am. And mm -hmm. I, and that person found that out and was like, oh, and I think a lot of times we make some assumptions about people for whatever reason. And I, I think that was kind of a, um, good for them to hear. And I, you know, like, I'm like, do you know why I wear a suit? And then it was like, oh, I'm like, I'm kind of the jerk now. Right. Like I'm not, I wasn't trying to be condescending to anybody. It's just what I felt comfortable with. And I think everybody should, you know, have that, uh, leeway to, to do what makes them feel comfortable in different spaces. And, um, yeah. And so I just, I, I, I actually have taken a picture January 1st. Um, like, and I do this throughout the year. I don't typically, I do it actually in the first of every month just to kind of keep myself accountable. Mm -hmm. But I have been sharing like my January 1st picture from 2020, uh, 2021, 2022, and 2023. And just trying to, you know, stay like, I, I, I will be honest. I look, I, I, I would go past the mirror and I'm like, I don't, who is that guy? Like, I don't rec and I'm talking about when I was yeah. struggling, I, I didn't recognize myself anymore. And I felt that. And now I feel like I finally see myself again. And, and it's not like it's every day I feel confident and things like that. There's people, you know, it's it's still, you know, it's still, I, it's to kind of go deep in this, right. It, it's yeah. kind of like being an alcoholic, right. The way I was eating. And, but the thing with, with being an alcoholic, uh, you don't need alcohol to survive where you need food to survive. Right. right. So there's, there's always these triggers. So it's really kind of, you know, being cognizant of that and, uh, just making sure I don't fall into bad habits, but also, um, today, uh, after this, uh, my daughter and I are going to movie. We'll eat popcorn and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, go for pizza and ice cream after. And that's kind of, I do that once a week and, yeah. but it used to be, I would eat healthy once a week and then, <laughs> right. So it's like kind of flipping that. Uh, so I'm curious, George, if, if you can, like, I'm really interested in what you did nutritionally. I, I, myself, my wife and I, six years ago, overnight decided to go hundred percent plant-based. Um, and we've stuck with it ever since I lost 50 pounds in six yes. months. Um, took a picture of myself every single day. Didn't share it with anybody other than my wife, but, yeah. um, what did you do? I mean, did you just, was it, was it just junk food that you were just consuming and you just, you just found the discipline to just say, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. So, okay. And anyone listening to that wants to go on this journey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you what to do. 
and it's simple, but not necessarily easy. I think that's a really important aspect. Absolutely. But it's, it is simple. And, um, I don't know if you saw like, uh, I, so I did V shred program and that really helped me. Uh, I used Lumen that really helped me. And anytime one of those companies has someone using their product that does well, they obviously want to promote them. Right. So I get a lot of questions from strangers that I've never met, have nothing to do with education. They see me and they're like, did you actually use that? I said, I did, but it's not a, it's not a fit. Like it's not going to fix you. You have to be ready to commit to doing something. Right. So a lot of times they're looking for this, like the lumen thing, you kind of helps you with your, like to identify your metabolic. I've used it. Yep. Right. But you also have to eat better. Right. right. So it's not like it sucks the fat out of your body. Right. right? It's just information. <laughs> right. And so, so for me, uh, I, I, I make sure I get 10,000 steps every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, I also, uh, try to, eat. so I actually, weirdly enough, I don't, focus on calories. I, I don't, yep. I've never focused on calories the whole time. I focus on trying to get between 60 and 80 grams of protein per meal. And mm-hmm. the, the reason I do that number. And for anyone listening, as I said, what is my goal weight? And I'm going to eat one gram of protein per pound, uh, that I want to attain. And so that was kind of my focus. It's really hard to eat something that's, there's nothing that's really high in carbs and protein. So you kind of, right it fills you up. So like I have eggs every day and there's actually a doctor I was just looking at and everything he's saying is very exactly what I did. And it makes me feel better because it's a doctor. Right. So, so it's kind of after the fact, you know, and I, I did a lot of research on what I, what I was doing and yeah. So that's basically, um, making sure I move every single day, make sure I get outside every single day and focus on eating high levels of protein. And that was, that's, that's basically it. That, and I, again, simple, not necessarily easy. And I think that, right. George, that sounds, George, that sounds exactly like me two years ago. And I would say, and and I had to get motivated and I got motivated, but like you said, it's simple, but you have to be disciplined. And like this morning, I didn't, I didn't really want to get up and, and, and do my, you know, go for my, go for my run or get on my incline treadmill and do my cardio today. But I I just said, get up, go. And so I've been doing that now. It's not, it's not something that it was easy, but it, it's gotten better. But as far as the foods go, it's, I'm pretty much the same way. And I'm following that and I've lost close to 80 pounds. And so, awesome. um, I feel great. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm really making sure that the foods that are going in my body, I call it clean. I want to, I want to eat as clean as I can, but like you, if I can, you know, 80, 80% of the time putting clean foods in my body, yep you know, maybe on weekends or something like that, I'll, I'll treat myself, but kind of that same thing. And then getting those, getting those steps in, getting outside and doing, uh, I started lifting weights again too. So that was my, my other big thing. So I love to hear that. And I, I love to see, uh, you know, follow you obviously on social media and see all the cool things you're doing, but you know, that's what it's good to see other people doing it too and finding success. And that keeps you motivated along the way too. Yeah. And that, that, that for me, uh, I, I always, I, I always say this is what I always say. This is what worked for me. I don't say like, you should do this. You, you do whatever you need to do. But I'm just telling you what worked for me. And if you garner any information there, that's helpful. Great. Because I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of. I don't like being told what to do. So you know. Yeah. But I'll but I'll pick up stuff um, from from the lessons of others. And one of the tricks, you know, with a with a working out. Uh, so I was in really really good shape uh, prior. to 
really not prior to going into admin. Admin, and I think part of it is you, mm-hmm. you have to force yourself to find routines as an administrator. Mm-hmm. You have to like, I'm going to eat at this time. No more like, I, I didn't even eat lunch today. You have to say like, hey, like, I got to make this time. I got to make this time. So you, you can do it too. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I think we get caught up in that. And, um, but I used to teach, weirdly enough, I used to teach spin before I would go be a vice. Oh, principal. really? Yeah. So I would get up at like five in the morning, go teach spin and just scream and yell at people. It was awesome. So you're like, <laughs> yeah, scream and yell at us. And then when you're, you know, when you're an administrator, I'm the calmest guy ever. And like, why is the calm? I'm like, oh, I got all my, I got all my <laughs> out first thing in the morning. But the, so the thing that was really uh, easy then is you, like, I would just get up and go to spin and do my workout. Cause I would ride the bike when everyone, cause I had, I had no choice. It wasn't like, ah, oh, do I feel like doing this? Blah, blah, blah. So that mentality of, I don't even, it's not even a choice. It's just what I do makes it so much easier because if you're like, maybe I'll work out tomorrow, then you probably won't. Right. But if right. Just, mm-hmm. that's just what your schedule is, you just follow it. Right. And so I commit to that stuff the way I, when I used to teach spin, I I'm, and it's funny cause I actually have all my old spin lists, uh, my playlist and, uh, my wife will hear me like screaming at nobody. Cause I'm just kind of like getting into it. And I'll, you know, that that's been, that's been really helpful for me is not, um, is not making it an option and is just, it is what it, it is what I do. And that's, that, that has really helped me and, you know, push and, and, uh, I don't know if you saw, but I, I actually just signed up for the, um, Disney world marathon in January. Oh, congrats. Yeah, congrats. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's talk in January. Let's see what happens. Here, right? <laughs> yeah. But you're going to do great. But I, so this, and this is the reason I share this, not to like brag that I signed up for it. Cause like anyone, anyone can sign up for it. Right. Mm-hmm. You get in, it's hard. It's actually hard to sign up because there's so many people that actually try to get it, which is crazy to me that like, yeah. Oh, I want to like torture myself for a day. <laughs> um, but the, I, I felt a little plateau. And what I mean by that, I wasn't as, you know, enthusiastic in my workouts or anything like that. And why this would really help me was I signed up for it and all of a sudden I just felt motivated and excited. And basically I, I was, I can't remember, I actually just wrote about this and it'll be, it'll be in my email this Saturday. Um, I can't remember where I read this. Uh, it was actually, uh, unreasonable hospitality. Every leader, by the way, if you are a leader, if you're an administrator, read Unreasonable Hospitality uh, by okay. Will Gadara. It's such an amazing book. And he ta- his, his dad, by the way, should re- write a book because the best tidbits uh, in that book are, my dad told me this, which is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and what his dad had said was, make sure that you're not focused on running away from something, but running toward. And mm-hmm. I, when I read that, I realized, oh, I know why I was plateauing because all I was focused on was not going back to what I used to be. And sure. that to me is not an inspiring vision, right? But now I have something to look forward to. That's where the motivation has started to kick in. And so I think, you know, when I was losing weight, it was super, it was actually easier losing the weight than it has been to maintain it. And mm-hmm. because I was so focused on, please don't go back to what it used to be. And then when I had that, so that, that moment really, uh, it's also, it's actually in an Ava brother song that called the weight of lies. And I was like, oh, that's actually a song, one of the songs mm-hmm. I love. And that, that to me has really helped me. So it, to have that vision in front of you of where you want to go is much more inspiring as opposed, and this is not just, you know, health wise, this is 
educationally too, is what am I, am I running from something or am I running towards something? There's a very different aspect there. Mm-hmm. I love it. And one of the things, Kevin, I, I just heard George say too, is that everybody's get, everybody's on their own journey. You yep. got to figure out what it is that you want to do. And I, I'm the same way. I don't think anybody likes to be told you got to do it this way or this is the way to do it. And that's one of the things Kevin and I have found in the short time doing this podcast is all these different people that we have on the show, they all have their own little way or little nugget that they're doing it, but they figured out a way that works for them. And that's what we mm-hmm. hope The other part of this show is, hey, really, how can you find the best version of yourself and and get after it? And we talk about, and and George, you've said this too, you got motivation, you got discipline, but then you got consistency and you got to keep doing it. And I love it. This is going to take us into the next question. I want to go, I want to talk mental health. That's the other big little thing we're talking about here on the show is what does it mean to George? And then what do you, what do you see uh, the trends being in mental health from, you know, students, it's not just students, but it's adults. And we talk too about, we don't, I don't want mental health to be that. It's not a bad word. It's just, it's part of your being. You have physical health, you got mental health, spiritual health, emotional health. That's who you are. But what does mental health mean to George? And, and, you know, what are some things we can do to maybe to address some of these needs that we're seeing? Well, you might, again, I'm not telling anyone what to do, but some people might not like what I'm saying. Uh, I think a lot of times we get into these, I'm not a big believer of you're perfect the way you are. And I think that actually leads to a lot of mental health issues because mm-hmm. when we face reality um, and don't ever tell my kid that they're perfect the way they are. And I understand the intent behind that, but ima- like, imagine saying we don't need to grow. We don't need to get better. Right. And I think progress mm-hmm. is actually really important. And I, like, I need to get better. I, I will be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a big basketball fan. The people that uh, I love the most in basketball are, you know, people that push themselves and are constantly striving for perfection, knowing they'll never attain it, but actually, um, getting to that point, like actually focusing on trying to get to that point will force you to get better. will force you to get better knowing you can never attain it. Right. And so I think when. Uh, a lot of times we say, oh, you're perfect the way you are. It's telling people not to grow. And if you do not grow, you will become miserable. I, I truly believe mm-hmm. that. And I, I think it's really kind of guarding yourself from being around people that drag you down. And I find this too. So on Instagram, if I'm looking at people and I'm like, whatever, like you and your perfect life and you have all this stuff. I. I actually will recognize that and go, oh, this is me. This is a me thing right now. Like I'm feeling yeah, insecure. Yeah. So it's me to, to not, so why wouldn't I be like, if that was one of my students, I'd be like, oh, it's awesome. But because it's like a friend of mine, I get jealous. And so I think, okay, hey, this is a me issue. And I think a lot of times um, we can surround ourselves in education with people that are very negative. And if you surround yourself with people that are super negative, you're going to get hit a spiral. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that, that's something I just, I guard myself when I talk about Twitter, uh, Twitter is, you know, there's a lot of toxic, uh, toxic conversations on there that aren't actually helping kids. They're more focused on what do the adults get. And mm-hmm. I have said, you know, I'm going to kind of pull back from there cause I, I want to be around people. And first of all, you would never talk to me like that in person. And you also would, if I ever, found you were talking to my kids like that, it, you'd get old school dad, George showing up. So, <laughs> so that, that's, I just, I guard myself and I, I wouldn't, 
ever tolerate someone screaming and yelling at me the street, you know, thing. So because you're behind a computer screen, I'm not okay with it either. Right. Mm-hmm. So I really guard mm-hmm. my spaces and I ask who am I surrounding myself with? And it's better to surround yourself with fewer people that lift you up. And the, I, that book I mentioned, um, I it's like, I can't remember the title of it. I literally just opened it yesterday. It was, it's about kind of the, the thought of, uh, neutral thinking and it's very against negative thinking, but it's actually not just the, this notion of just being positive for the sake of being positive. It's actually like assessing situations and addressing that to move forward, which I, I kind of think is positive thinking. Cause I think anytime you move forward, it's positive, if that makes sense. So yeah. the terminology, you know, I think really kind of makes sense to me, but when you look at mental health, I think it's a lot of times who we surround ourselves with and kind of what we do. And it doesn't mean that everyone just like, you're the best George don't ever change. That's not, I think that's actually unhealthy as well. I try to surround myself with people who push me to become better, but I know want me to become better. Whereas I think a lot of spaces we can get into, um, you know, in education, there's people that like, they're struggling in education. I get it, but they want, everyone else to struggle in education because it validates if they're struggling. I want you to really think about this right now. And this might be a little bit too, people might not like I'm saying this, but I'm, I'm being honest. I have seen a lot of people say this. Oh, I don't really want to say this, but I'm having a good year this year. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. And so what, what is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, so when people are scared to say I've, I'm actually enjoying teaching, that that's a scary thing. Is that really helping us? And it's not to say there's no issues. There's not, there's no problems in education, but if people are so scared, um, to actually share that they're having a good year, then we will, then we get into this, like, yeah, everything sucks. Everything's the worst. I hate all of this stuff. And then you're just going to negatively spiral. And that is not good. I think if you want to really address mental health, we have to be cognizant of that. And who the space you are, and it may, you can disagree with me. I'm, I'd be open to it, but that's just that's how. Again, no, I, how, I love what you're saying. And, yeah. yeah, I love what you're saying, and I, I love that comment that you made about, um, you know, uh, not necessarily agreeing with the comment of of you're perfect the way the, you, right. the way you are. And um, I was telling Jason the other day. In fact, our last episode, I we've had a lot of um, uh, therapists and psychologists on on our show recently and and we get done and i and i'm like oh my gosh i feel like i've just been put through the ringer like there's so many things i need to work on like personally it's it's um so i love the idea that that you're you're calling out you know um in order to really truly probably be happy you have to grow you have to push yourself you have to become a better version of yourself continually um and also knowing that you're never going to really reach the end. Right. right. And, and if you feel like you've reached the end, then you've missed, the, you've missed the whole idea. Yeah, and, um, and I, so I love that. I, I think it's not, but I think there's a, there's a balance of like, Hey, appreciate where you came from. Yeah. Right. I think when you talked about me sharing those pictures, um, mm-hmm. there, there is actually one picture I shared and it was like interesting because when I look at that purse, like when I look at that moment, it's, I don't like how I looked at that time compared to how I look now health-wise, like how, you know, I have better posture, I can bend over and not, you know, feel like I have a sore back when I'm picking up my kids. But what I also appreciate is, like I have a picture of when I was, I think about 320 and then 260, the guy at 260 was working his butt off and was improving and was on the way to 
you know, what I'm mm-hmm. doing now. And so saying like, I appreciate where I was in that moment because I had not given up. And I think that's part of it too, is it's not saying don't appreciate your growth. Don't appreciate what you've done in the past, but you do have to look forward. And I think that is part of it. Mm-hmm. Like if a kid think about this way in education, a kid doesn't struggle with math. Hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. You're perfect the way you are. <laughs> give up. <laughs> Just give up. Like we would, you know, we would never say that, but, right. but somehow right, that's yeah. become a thing. And a lot of people that say that you're perfect the way you are, don't ever change. They're actually gaining followers because it just kind of like, you know, yeah. makes you feel better Enjoyable. and stuff like that while they're, to be honest with you, while they're improving, while they're, you know, gr- growing their platforms and stuff like that. So it's just never been, it's just not my mentality. And I think, um, yeah, that, 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 um, I have a, so I have Lululemon stuff. This is probably going to be like an ad for Lululemon. <laughs> so I told you I used to do spin, right? I actually, yeah, yeah. like I had, I used to wear some Lululemon stuff, right? And I kept it in my closet. I'm thinking I might not ever be able to wear this again, but it's staying here and I'm going to keep going. And actually what's crazy is I actually kept my closet to the point. Not only could I wear it, I'm like, I got to toss it out. It's too big. Right. Oh, wow. So, so like that, you know, kind of having goals and stuff like that too, where I've seen like, Hey, you know what? It's never going to happen. And so like, just by the way, if it's workout stuff and you can have it for 10 years and it doesn't stink, Lululemon, right? Canadian brand. So, oh yeah. so that's, that's just something right there. That's why I said, <laughs> I don't want to be a nap, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, where I've all seen like, Hey, you'll never get back to that. Give up. And I was like, really? That's, that's not <laughs> All right. I, what was out of curiosity? What? How much total did you lose? A hundred and a uh, hundred and uh, fifteen pounds. Wow, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I would say too, George, just what you're saying, and Kevin, what you were saying earlier. You know, we talk a lot about it. It, it starts with you, really. You have to go inward, and a lot of people don't want to go inward because there's a lot of demons in there. Yeah. There's a lot of things they don't want to face. But you have to, in order to grow, you have to go through those uncomfortable times, those uncomfortable things. And that's what we've learned a lot here over our journey here is that you gotta, you gotta battle those uncomfortable things in order to get to, to what you call growth. And Mm -hmm. so George, I love what you said there. That is exactly. And Kevin, we're, we're talking a lot about this on the show is going inward, getting uncomfortable, but also growing and knowing that you can, you can be, uh, you know, you can find that best version of yourself. If you want to go through there, don't think that, Oh, I'm perfect. I'm great. Hey, everything's no, you know, you can feel good, but you also want to keep growing. I love well, that. J- Jason, love when it. you said that, when I measured my weight, when I measured it, that was me facing like reality and saying like, okay, I have to do this. And it was like, it was because I started using the lumen. I started using it. I'm like, Hey, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you tell me what to eat. And then one day it's like, Hey, tell us what your weight is. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I, you know, got on the scale. And I remember actually looking at the scale, being so disappointed. And I actually just went and lay down in bed and I just like was there. And you know, if I wasn't in tears, I was very close. I was very upset. Yeah. And then I got up and said, okay, now at least I know what I'm dealing with. And then time to set some goals, right? And that's that was basing that hard truth actually gave me the the will to find something better, if that makes sense. So it's not about yep. 
pretending nothing in the world is bad. And I think that, again, going back to that idea of neutral thinking, looking at some of the issues that we have in education, addressing them and saying like, hey, this is a negative thing. So complain about it all you want. That doesn't fix it. What are we doing to move forward and get better? And I think that, you know, there's, there's so many lessons I've learned through this that apply to leadership, what we do in education, yeah. how we focus on helping kids that have really benefited me. And I, you know, I, uh, I saw someone posting about how they don't like people saying they're educators if they're not teaching anymore. I don't know what, like, what if you teach 35 years? Can you say that? Like, what, like, are you getting really that fussy about stuff? All right, whatever. Okay. Um, but when you, I, I think part of it is I, I really kind of look at myself as a learner. And I think we need mm -hmm. to understand learning always in the, in the field of education, you can talk about teaching all you want, but learning is something that's very personal. And I learned so much from this process that I've applied to what I do in education and how I look at this. And one, like one of the things I was just talking to a, a group from uh, Florida, just right before I popped on with you and they're saying about mental health. And I said, one of the things that I've really learned through this process was when I'm at work, I'm at work, but when I go home, I'm not at work still. And I think that's, mm -hmm. that's really important is that you have to be able to say like, Hey, I'm, this is, this is my time with my family. And you know, we're, we're, we're notoriously bad for this and not only education, but so many fields. And then we wonder why stuff creeps up on us. And I, I, I really focus on when I'm at work, like I'm totally immersed. I'm fully present in what I'm doing, but then I, a lot of people give up that same presence when they're with their family, when they're, you know, when I'm, when I'm working out, I actually don't look at Twitter. Don't look at my email until I'm done my workout. Cause I know, um, if I see something negative or I see something I got to deal with and I'm not excited about, it could totally ruin my workout. So, uh, but if I work mm -hmm. out after or I work out after I'm like, okay, I feel a little bulletproof so I can deal with this in, the, in a better way. Yeah. I love that you're equating, you're making the connection between what you're learning through this process of physical health and, and how applicable it is to all other areas of your life. I, I, that hits home with me so much. I've, I've gotten, you know, the last five, six years into endurance sports and, and triathlon and long distance running and stuff. And man, I, I, I apply those lessons that I learned, just like you talked about to all, all different facets of my life. And so I think that's, I think people well, would benefit from that. And creating boundaries. Right. And I, I'll be honest with you guys, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like remember when we, you said, Hey, you want to come out? I'm like, Hey, these are the times <laughs> yeah. I'll record. But if you can't yep. do it, like too bad. So, cause yep. I love that. And, and some people get mad at me, but Hey, th here's this time that I spend with my family. Here's this time I spend working out. And then I got this time where I record support other people. And then after that, that that's my time. And so yeah. there, that is, you have to be able to set boundaries for yourself. And, and one of the hardest things people have, especially in education is saying no to people. And I try to help as many people as possible, but I, I also am very cognizant, like, when am I saying no to myself? And so it's always, I have to be able to say yes to myself to be able to say yes to others as well. And then I have to kind of pick and choose and, and set boundaries. And I think that is a really important aspect uh, of who we are as educators and who we are as people. Find, find those places where you say like, hey, this is just like if, you know, I showed up right on time to do this podcast, as I showed up on time to do my workout today, because that appointment mm -hmm. with myself is as important as important this appointment with you too. I love it. I love that balance piece and, and really trying to figure out, uh, I think that's applicable for anybody. It doesn't matter who you right. are, but be present where you're at and what you're doing. If it's at work or if it's your workout, 
And then when you, when you come home and I think that's the big thing for, I think a lot of people is when you come home, check out of that now and, and check in with yep. your, if it's your spouse, if it's your kids, whatever, and do that. I, I absolutely love that. And when we did get that reply back for you, you know, the first reaction was, oh man. But then at the same time, I'm like, Knox, that's cool. Your family first. I yep. love it. So Kevin, what's the next, we only got about. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to move along. 10, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make a couple more questions. Tree. I kind of, <laughs> I know. So we're gonna we're gonna pick, we're gonna start skipping down a little yeah. bit here. I, the one the one I want to ask about is we, we like asking our guests this because just because it's it's just so interesting to us and um, role model role models and, and mentors uh, throughout your life, uh, maybe from childhood to maybe your adult life, professional life. Um, were there some key people that that really stand out to you and and um, made a mark? Yeah. Well. Um, Lots of, lots of times people ask me like, who are educators I look up to? And honestly, I couldn't say like this person or this person or is my idol or anything like this. I, I really appreciate. And one of the reasons I love social media is, is actually seeing so many educators right now in their classroom doing really inspiring things. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I try to amplify their stories uh, in my weekly email. I always try to share somebody that you might not know uh, because there's a lot of people doing great work. And there's this thing where people get really uh, consumed with how many followers somebody has and stuff like that. And I just think that's so idiotic. Uh, I, 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 I think there's so many great teachers that have zero followers on social media or three. And, uh, I think that we have to focus on what people are doing. They're great. Not many, how many people connect with them. Cause you know, they're that, that to me is just not, a, a metric of anything, right? That, yeah. that to me. So, um, I'm really just inspired by seeing, uh, what great people do. And, you know, I, I've been presenting and keynoting conferences for 13 or so years. And I, every time I get the opportunity when I'm keynoting a conference, I always try to sneak in other people's sessions, people I don't know, people that are doing a session, just kind of see what's going on and just seeing that. Mm-hmm. And partly is because I want to see what other people are doing, but I'm trying to learn and grow too. Right. I want to see like, oh, that's, I love what that person did or like, Hey, this is, that probably wouldn't work for me. And kind of seeing like my work as a constant evolution where I've also seen the opposite where people just kind of show up, do their thing and they're out. Right. And there's sometimes I understand, uh, cause I have to go from one event to another, but if I can, I always try to, uh, I remember I was actually at a conference in, uh, Texas, um, and I wasn't speaking anywhere else. And I think it was John Maxwell, Inky Johnson, um, uh, Jill Seiler, uh, people that I really aspire to. And I said, mm-hmm. Hey, do you mind if I come early? Can I come early? You, Cause I was the closing keynote and they're like, okay. Uh, I said, yeah, like, I just want to see. And so I just sat there and listened to people and, and heard what they're saying. And then when I actually did my keynote, I referenced so many people that I learned from and people were like, Oh, that's weird. Like, how does he know? And mm-hmm. people didn't know this because I was there as a learner as well. And I wanted sure. to kind of connect stories because I think it's really beautiful to, you know, be at some events where you're actually connecting messages amongst what's going on, as opposed to like, you have three people sharing three totally different things. So I just think we can learn from so many different people. Uh, I think for me though, my biggest influence is my mom and dad. And I know that might sound cliche and stuff like that. They, they are, they were immigrants to uh, Canada. They basically left uh, Greece when, uh, they didn't know, like the economy was terrible. They, they didn't see much opportunity and to really think about how they 
get on a boat in a time where they're like, where are we going? I don't know if I'm ever going to see my family again. Right. I don't like, I don't even know how I'm going to communicate with them. Cause you know, like this is basically they're, they're doing letters and it was weird. I actually went to the village where my parents grew up and this is probably 2006 and, uh, air Canada lost my luggage before <laughs> to this village. And so if you lose luggage, their responsibility as an airline is to, um, is to get that person, their luggage. So wherever you're staying, right. But I'm not staying in Athens where I flew into, I'm staying in this little village two and a half hours away. Yeah. So they're like, what's the address? I'm like, there is no address. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, there is no address. Find the bus station in the village and ask for this name. And then you just go to the bus and it's just like, what? Like people don't realize that. And this is, you know, this is 15, you know, between 15, 18 years ago. And really my parents left that. And then they come to this country. They don't know anybody and they create opportunity for themselves. And they, they see the opportunity that's in front of them. And they basically came with nothing and just created incredible stuff for their family. Um, you know, they had, my mom had a grade six education, my dad had a grade two education. And between myself and my three siblings, I think we have like 12 uh, university degrees and because they saw yeah. education as really fantastic. important and, and uh, you know, continuously getting better. And a lot of times when I see people complaining about what we have now, I'm like, are you, are you kidding? Are you, are you kidding me? Like what my family had dealt with and what they had overcame. And I always say this is that for me, for my parents, they did so much with so little for me to do so little with so much doesn't make any sense. Right. So I, I always try to look at what did my family go through to help me, you know, have as many opportunities as possible. And how do I actually ensure that I pay that forward with my own children and, you know, the, the people that I work with every single day and seeing, you know, that when you actually initiate change, um, it is way better to deal with it when it's as opposed to thrust it upon you. Right. So my parents yeah. chose to come to Canada. They chose that opportunity. They, they chose to create their own opportunities and that's how I see my world. And, and that, that, that has had a huge impact, um, on the way I think and, and do things. Hmm. That's a great story. Fabulous. Hey, we got two questions here, Kevin. I just, I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask, uh, George just for two of his, um, if you were to give uh, somebody who's new to the, this whole thing of, you know, trying to maybe make some changes physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, what are two, like, if it's books or podcasts, you just can choose two though. What would you, what would you tell people to go check out? Yeah. Like I, you know, for the, if you're a leader, you know, I know this isn't health wise. I, I, I really love the book on reasonable hospitality. That one I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know any specific book or podcast that helped me. I, I, I guess actually maybe atomic habits was beneficial. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. but weirdly enough, it was beneficial after the fact I'm like, Oh, I'm doing that stuff. <laughs> right. So, you know, like do that. But for me, I actually have, and I don't know if you guys can link to it. I have a podcast of at the point where I lost 80 pounds and I basically broke down how I did it. So, oh, um, hopefully oh. that can maybe help somebody listening to and Let's put that in the show notes, yeah, Kevin. One of the big things that I shared was basically breaking down stuff into daily goals, weekly goals, and long-term goals. And you it's to help you find success continuously, right? And so daily goals are 
how many, how many grams of protein would I eat? How many steps would I get in a day? Weekly goals are like, Hey, I want to lose between one to three pounds every single week and, and actually writing it down and actually seeing this. And then what's my long-term goal. And once you hit that reassessing and saying, okay, what's my next goal and kind of having that space. So that to me, um, you know, as anyone who's listening, whether, and I think that advice totally helps, um, professionally or personally, but it can help professionally as well. Right. Looking at what we do, uh, on the micro and the macro and how important that that actually is, um, mental health wise, one of the things I committed to doing this year is just making sure I read every single day and, uh, taking time in silence in reading and just, and you know, when you said it was one of the first things I thought when you said facing your demons, I have a really hard time sitting in silence. Cause it's like, Oh my God, I don't want to think about what's going on in my head right now. Right. You know, you just kind of, I struggle with that. And I found some, some calm in reading and doing this too. Uh, my wife makes fun of me. Cause she's like, so basically you just do 75 hard every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Cause I, you know, I make sure I exercise, eat, healthy, yeah. read every day. I'm like, uh, whatever. It's like 365 hard. Same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, I'm let's go, wrap up with that last question. Last question. You've kind of already, you might've already answered it, but I'm gonna give you an opportunity to, to highlight sure. one different thing. Um, for our listeners out there, they're looking to make a change. What is one thing? What is one piece of advice that you could give somebody that they could start tomorrow? I think the big changer for me, and like I said, uh, this advice that I'm, I'm giving people to, to consider and think about, you do have to be ready for it. Like you, you have to be in the space. And if you're dismissing what I'm saying, it's not cause I'm wrong. It's cause you're not ready and that's okay. And that's okay. There's things, times when I heard this too, cause basically I am actually saying stuff that is doctors are saying, these are the strategies that help you. I'm not saying like, Hey, you should take this magic elixir and it will fix it. Right. <laughs> and so you have to, to, be ready to take this advice. What had, what was my, so this is weird. I, 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 I know I look better. I know I look better and I know I feel better. My goal for years and years and years was I just want to look better. I just want to look better. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, to fit into that Lululemon stuff that I had mm -hmm. years ago. Right. And that was never compelling enough. What, was really compelling to me and really kind of drew me in was, I don't know if I'm going to be around for my kids yeah. and you have to find a purpose bigger than I want to look good, something superficial. Now I, I, I do feel I look better, but that was just kind of, um, like, a you know, just an offset of something bigger, but there's a, there's a video of me and I used to hate seeing it where I was picking out my youngest daughter, Clea. And I look terrible and I can actually watch that video and feel the pain in my back because I was so heavy and I was really struggling. And I just remember seeing that and how I'm like, this is not right for me to be this way. And what am I taking away from my kids? And I think the, when I look at COVID and all that happened, a lot of people, there's a lot of people say because of COVID and a lot of times I'm like, mm, was it because of COVID or because of our reaction to COVID? It's very different. Now I know people, um, had very different circumstances, um, very different situations, obviously people lost, but I, I, I looked at that time and said, okay, like 
I, I got to fix some things. I got to fix some things or I'm not going to be around long enough for my kids. So when you're thinking about trying to make this change, if you, you have to figure out how to go beyond yourself. And when it was my kids and focus on that, that really, I didn't, I, all of a sudden I didn't have a choice. I had to fix it. Sure. Right. Whereas like really looking good. Is that really a compelling, like, oh yeah, like I just wanted to look better. You know, like it's just, it's just not, it's so superficial and, you know, and I think it's just kind of like a, you know, a side effect of doing something for my kids and just having the, the time to spend with my kids and feel better and just run around with them and not, you know, be out of breath and stuff like that really makes a difference. So that to me is, that was what, that was what changed things for me was going beyond a very superficial, meaningless thing to something really, really important. Perfect. Finding a deeper meaning. I love it. Well, I tell you what, we want to be respectful of your time, George. Um, I I am full of gratitude that, that, (laughs) that you, um, you know, got back to us and and agreed to jump on our, on our show. Um, we've been following you and, and, uh, you've, you've spoken at our district. We've seen you, we've heard you, um, been a big fan. So, um, we appreciate you taking the time. Like I said, I know you're busy and, uh, so appreciate it. Full of gratitude. Thank you. George, I appreciate you, man. And uh, we will do some, uh, maybe I'm going to find that Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I got, I got the old school that. Macho Man shirt with the sunglasses and everything. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna maybe put a clip out there on social media, put that song in the background. Okay. But George, I really do appreciate yeah. hanging out with the two principals. And um, I wish you all the best, my friend. And again, uh, I love your story. And I hope listeners are going to just connect with it. We're going to put all your information in our show notes. We'll have all that stuff. And again, much appreciation to you and and congrats on what you're doing. I'm going to say congrats to you, both of you two for keeping up with your health journey and, you know, seeing the progression. Because again, you know, when we're talking about all this stuff at the end of the day, it's not about hitting a certain point. It's just getting better, right? It just continues to get better just as we ask of our kids. So congratulations to both of you two. And and really, honestly, thank you for inviting me. I'm honored and I'm glad I could spend some time with you all. We are so grateful again for you hanging out with the two principals today. And as we continue on this journey, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. And as we wrap up today's episode, we would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate, review our podcast wherever you listen. We are so, so, so grateful for your support. As always, please follow us on all of our social media accounts at Two Principals. And you can find us on the web at twoprinciples.com. Again, questions for Kevin or myself. Email us at twoprinciplespodcast at gmail.com. Hey, as always, thanks for raising your frequency today and looking inward. We are wishing you peace and happiness on your journey. And remember, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Until next time, get out of your head and into your heart.